0: podcast thing was an anomaly and we were going to go away. Look, here we are again. (laughs) Hi, I'm Becca Martin-Brown. I'm a features editor for the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. And here with us today are Bob Ford, artistic director for Theater Squared, Martin Miller, executive director, and Laura Hightower, who covers Theater Squared for What's Up. And we get to talk about a new season, and I love new seasons. (laughs) And better than that, we get to talk about my favorite play of the season, which was written by Bob Ford, and it's called My Father's War. How did we get so lucky to get it back? Uh, uh,
1: uh, well, I, I will say that I, I also feel lucky, um, just you know, as an aside, um, to be able to do this play again. But uh, so many reasons we, um, you know... 2020 is the 75th anniversary of the end of World War II. Oh, it is. And, uh, you know, we thought we wanted to mark that, not just for World War II veterans, but just for veterans in general. It's going to be a big year. And uh, we thought, oh, wait a second. we, <laughs> we, If we dig into our uh, deep past at Theater Squared, we have a play that does that. So that's, that's kind of where that started. And then... You know, we love the idea of kind of visiting, revisiting our roots a little bit as we enter the new building. Was Um, it
0: maybe the second or third Theater Squared show? Was it the
1: first? It was, no, it, it was in the, you know, we also were doing theater for young audiences at that point. So we were kind of going back and forth. So it was... Early on, maybe our fourth or fifth show. Yeah, it was in the yeah. second season, if I remember. Definitely correctly. the first show, first original play that we did, and the first play by me.
0: If we you did. missed it, it's the story of Bob's wife's father, Amy Herzberg. Her dad Art was in World War II, and apparently dodged a lot of bullets. One of the luckiest
1: men alive. One yeah. of the luckiest
0: yeah. men yeah. alive. And Amy plays him in the play, and it's a Fabulous script. Is he still alive? He is, yeah. Oh, he adds, so yeah, He's again?
1: Absolutely. A- Wonderful. That's the plan. Yeah.
0: So what shows are you guys most excited about? Oh,
1: man.
2: It's hard because, you know, we this. there was such a crucible in this season that every show had to pass. It was, uh, you know, which makes it sound like we're doing the crucible. <laughs> <is>. <laughs> <laughs> but but it, it's such a spotlight. Um, to be moving into such a beautiful, and I know Laura Joe had the benefit of being able to walk through it the it's other amazing. day. amazing, yeah. Um, it is, I think, something that, in theater, you love the reveal. And that building, when you walk into those spaces, is such a reveal, you know. So to be able to it's we've always had and it was one of the reasons one of the things that brought me to theater Square over 10 years ago now has it been that long believe it or not uh, was the quality of the work so i've never had any doubt that the quality of the work that this company does now is going to be matched by the quality of this space but with such a focus on that first season every show had a hurdle to clear and we really feel like they've done that so it's so it's hard to pick favorites but of course each of us have shows that we're even more excited about um but then I always find that when we're in the midst of the season I'm find out that it's actually another one that's my favorite of the year. Okay but what's yours going in? Well so of course the season begins with Shakespeare in Love um, which is uh, a movie many of us loved um because it is it, it, you know, those of us in theater, it has a deep affection for theater and a deep affection for Shakespeare. And I used to work at a Shakespeare theater. And so um, we love that. But they did such an amazing job adapting this. I think it's partly because Tom Stoppard was the original screenwriter for it. And he is really a playwright. So it actually, it's almost as if it were intended from the for the stage to begin with. Um, but they did a great job adapting this. And uh, when we started to think about the faces we could bring back to be in that show to kind of celebrate the opening of this facility with us, uh, we got really excited. So, of course, that being the first show, um, I'm really excited to see it.
3: I loved the quote from the New York Times review that said something to the effect of, it has a glow that you can warm your hands to. I thought that was such a Mm. great way to put, you know, a feeling into words. So it sounds like it carries that same sort of joy and romance from the movie to the stage. Yeah, it's
2: got enormous warmth. I mean, it's a comedy, right? So you feel great when you're watching it, but it is also a romance, but it's not just between these two people, it's between the people and the act of creation live. (laughs) So it kind of felt just perfect to, to kick everything off. Uh, plus we do have this phenomenal British uh, design firm uh, Charcoal Blue designing the theater spaces so you know the fact that it's got
1: British origins is fine as well.
0: So Bob what's yours going in?
1: Uh, I would say you know I think that the first show for any season the first show and the last show are the real challenges because you want you know and the first show in the first season in the new building um, so I, I share Martin's excitement for Shakespeare in love. it is brilliant but then um, I think we really found our last show also uh, which is Matilda the musical. Um, and you know we we every time we do a musical I think we kind of raise the bar a little bit and uh, and you know discover more about what we're capable of and that show really excites me um, because it's because it's for everybody. well, I don't know, there must be an age cutoff. Is there? I'm looking at Martin.
2: Once past death,
1: it will be <laughs> the fire. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah, probably. But it's also got this wonderful, you know, Raoul doll edgy, you know, kind of darkness to it that's really, really fun and gives it a theater squared. Uh, yeah, of feel it's just so me. well made it's like and and
2: and we we always kind of celebrate great writing at Theatre Squared and of course when you hear it it's no longer written but the the way these songs are written um, Tim Mention who wrote the uh, wrote the book and the lyrics uh, for the musical is marvelously mischievous, you know, which is perfect for Matilda, this girl who just won't take the world as it is, you know, and it's such a great show for adults, which is what struck me when I saw it. I saw it in London on the West End. It was a Royal Shakespeare Company. They developed um, the show. Um, There were all these families around us, but there were also just all these adults who had read the reviews. The the Guardian review of that show is one of my favorite reviews of any theater review I've ever read because it and I'm going to try to quote it exactly um it said it was so good uh that there were people in the theater mouthing around us oh my god it is so
1: good <laughs> Yeah, that's close that's I almost wrote it. down one
3: from the New York Times review and it said in its melding of song dance and story it's as classic as Oklahoma which I thought that's great, but it's also so fresh, and I watched clips of it on YouTube to sort of familiarize myself with it before I wrote the story, and I, my husband sat beside me, and we watched it, and we were completely silent through the first song we watched, and when it finished, we were both like, this is not the usual, this is not the norm, this is unlike anything we've ever Mm -hmm. seen in a musical, so it's both classic as well as fresh, and such an intriguing choice. So
0: which one is your
3: choice? Um, I think I'm really fascinated by matilda i can't wait to see and i'm also super interested in the fact that it has what eight to ten kid child actors in it so mm-hmm. and i think that'll be a little bit new for I you guys can See martin's face <laughs>
2: it's intimidating <laughs> no. oh, i mean no you problem. you've had
3: kids in your shows before but this mm-hmm. is on a scale you've you've yet to to see so i'm very fascinated by that aspect of it but um I don't know if you know this, but I was in an adaptation of A Christmas Carol by Amy Herzberg when I was in college. Oh so my I am gosh, really intrigued right. by what she's going was to do the with it this time. Center. Yes, yeah, In yeah, collaboration yeah, with yeah. the Salvation Army, she.
1: We're did. We're intrigued to see what what yeah. she comes with this, up with this time. Ta- can, <laughs> do you know?
3: Can you tell us anything about it? What angle uh, she's taking? No, not, not yet.
1: I'm. We're both interested in. I will say Charles Dickens' kids. Mm and a way to, because when you do, when you're looking at an adaptation, you're often looking at, you know, how do we frame it? And, um, we're, you know, in, in addition to just rediscovering all the heart of that show, mm-hmm. um, and and really tying, you know, he does a good job, but sometimes there's, those relationships are not completely told, so kind of filling in a little bit. Um, but then also, you know, I, I don't hold her to it, but, I know that there's, one of the daughters is a fascinating woman, Catherine, and I can't remember her last name, went on to become a really well-known portrait painter. Mm-hmm. And uh, thinking of ways we might be able to bring in some, yeah. a tie like that.
0: And yeah. So we should roll through the others before we run out of time. Uh, the second show is Native Gardens, about which I know nothing.
2: It's really funny. I think that's a key. I... It, you, it's a show that is incredibly timely with its themes um, and the it, it calls for, um, you know. Uh, it, basically, the idea is there's this young couple who moves in um, Pablo and his wife, is it Tanya? Trina, uh, maybe? Yeah. I've, I've needed in front of me just like you. I need a <laughs> teaching. Yeah, really. um, but they, they move in next door to, um, I think their names are Victoria Tanya. and Frank tanya there you go um and uh at first it's like hey great new neighbors and uh they definitely have different styles you know it's like the native garden approach versus the the british garden next door (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and but it, you know they're getting along and uh but then it turns out you know they're called you know they've just closed in the house they're looking at the survey lines and Oh, it turns out maybe part of Victorian Frank's garden is actually on Pablo and Tanya's property, um, his prize-winning garden.
0: I bet that's never happened in Fayetteville. <laughs>
2: oh, yeah. <laughs> so uh, it, 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 all the hijinks that ensue, um, it's really funny, but it's also just a—we like comedies that bring a lot of heart and, uh, and also— Um, you know carry resonances that go beyond the show and it's it's going to be it will be the production that inaugurates the spring theater Uh, so we have two venues the west theater and the spring theater and Shakespeare and Love will be in the west theater Uh, Native Gardens will be in the spring theater and what we've learned as the building has developed is they are just both these amazing spaces and they're so different and Lara you walked Mm -hmm. through it so maybe you can speak to it but um, there's a sense of they just, they have a different energy, you know?
3: Yes. Um, I i uh, want to say about that that, uh, first of all, it was breathtaking, literally took my breath away. And when I came here as a theater student in 1987, never in a million years did I dream that there would ever be a facility like this in Fayetteville. So it's its unbelievable. Um and the second thing I would say is they're both equally intimate, yet they they differ on scale and size to such a degree. And I think that speaks to Theater Squared's ability to uh, maintain that sense of intimacy, which is very important to its audience. Um, even though you walk into this grand space where the ceiling, you know, seems to go on forever, the audience is still right there, you know, no, no more separated from the stage than it is in its current current space, so...
2: Hard to communicate as in a podcast. Yes. You're really just as <laughs> yes. close as I am to yes. you. <laughs> yes, yeah.
3: That's exactly yeah. right, yes. But it's
0: You could only see the hand gestures. It was <laughs> So, third show, or fourth show, the Royale. We're going to have yeah. boxing. Uh, we
1: have so, soccer. Is
0: it soccer we have now? Yeah,
2: we've got soccer year. on stage right now. Uh, That's right. Yeah,
1: we looked at a play about fencing, which we decided... <laughs> oh, well, the, no. Well, when you said what's your favorite play, I, it, it's hard... It could easily be the Royale. It is an amazing play because of the way it tells this story about the first ever, it's a fictionalized version of the first ever bout between a black boxer and the white boxing world champion. And it, it, and it deals with what the cost of that was. But it, the way um, the playwright tells the story is by using the fact that they're boxers. Um, it's so so
2: high energy it's just like but there's never a fist never connects to flesh right it's um it's all very it's super theatrical and there is a um there's this incredible rhythm to it and you're in the ring um but what i love what i love about that is it's you cannot this is not a story that could be told in this way in any other medium it is a It is a piece of theater. Do we
0: get a great fight choreographer for it? Oh, yeah. (laughs) You have to, yeah. And then the last show that we haven't talked about is Anne, which is an interesting choice.
2: Yeah, I can't tell you. uh, We were so amazed at our season unveiling of the uh, gasps and applause that went up. (laughs) I had no idea, even though I am from Fayetteville, Arkansas, how deep the well of affection is for Anne Richards um, of Texas. Um, who I think is, there's so many people, and I think this is probably very true of uh, this part of the country, like feel like she's a close friend. Mm -hmm. Um, And it is the show that we had to cut off sponsorships for because people were so excited to sponsor it. (laughs) Um, So it's this really funny and engaging one-woman show, um, again, in this uh, really intimate space where you are just seeing this larger-than-life, larger-than-Texas persona, right in front of you um and i think uh i think people are gonna have a good time
0: and you can read more about all this sunday and what's up and i think we'll go away because i want to see if i can get them to stay and talk about theater so come back